The New York Islanders were no-shows in an embarrassing 7-0 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll break down what went wrong and how will this team respond to this terrible performance. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. (sighs) Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Get started? Well, don't get me started. This was an abomination, an embarrassing no-show. We're going to get to all of that. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on a future episode, send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You could also follow the show on X at Locked on Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, NYR VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I'm live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. Well, the Islanders gave up six goals in the second period, gave up a touchdown and an extra point in the game. All jokes aside, this was an embarrassing effort by the New York Islanders. And I'll say this, the highlight of the game was the first five or six minutes where the Islanders kind of were the better team. They were playing uh, fine hockey for those first six or seven minutes. And then Cal Clutterbuck took a slashing penalty, and the Islanders were shorthanded. They killed that off. Robert Bortuzzo takes a cross-checking penalty. Gotta say, both of those penalties were kind of ticky-tack, but did it really would it have really mattered? You know, the Islanders did kill those two off, and then, well, what what can you say? The floodgates 
opened up and in the second period, you know, all right, let's start with the controversy. The Rakel goal, the first goal of the game, the whistle clearly blew before the puck was shot into the net. The league said, yeah, you know, it was the wrong decision to blow the whistle because if you saw the replay, the puck was lying behind Ilya Sorokin and he never had control of it. It was in the blue paint. Rakel puts it in. It's a goal. They, you know, change the call on the ice before reviewing it and then it ends up being a goal. I always thought if the whistle blew, that meant the play was dead. I like the rule in theory because when the whistle is a mistake and you can possibly correct that mistake, so be it. But let, let's face facts, okay? If that goal wasn't counted, it would have been 6 nothing Penguins. This game, the Islanders just weren't. They were no-show. It was like this team forgot that the holiday break ended and they were still, you know, celebrating, you know, the, the their break from playing hockey because they were no-shows after the first six minutes or so of this game. The Islanders were disorganized. They were slow. They were chasing. They were lazy. They took stupid chances that didn't work out. Uh, there is just no way to, to talk about, like, the highlights of this game. And, look, Ilya Sorokin gave up six goals on just 25 shots. Not going to defend him. Not going to say he played well. But to me, is he the reason they lost? No. No. He didn't play well. But, man, so many of those goals, guys, were just wide open. Nobody picked him up in high-danger scoring areas. And you know what? Chris Letang, who Islander fans absolutely love, one of our favorite opponents, I know. Uh, six assists in this game and a plus six. I'll give you the highlights in this game right now. Here are the highlights. The Islanders played well in the first five or six minutes of the game, and the Islanders did not allow a power play goal in this game. Those are your highlights. Uh, one lineup change, Gautier sits, fashing plays. Uh, excuse me, not fashing. Uh, Wallstrom plays. Did it matter? No. Did Wallstrom distinguish himself in any way? No hits. No block shots. No shots on goal. A minus three. If I told you Oliver Wallstrom played in this game, would you know it? I mean, did he do anything to make himself noticed? No. Is he alone in that respect? Absolutely not. Uh, other, here's the other highlight. You ready for this? Drumroll, please. The fourth line. The fourth line of Sezikis, Fashing, and Clutterbuck did not give up a goal while they were on the ice. How exciting is that? They did not give up a goal. They were even in this game. That is the highlight. Uh, maybe that and that J.G. Pajot won 11 out of 18 face-offs. That's it. There are no other highlights. 
Uh, one highlight, I guess, uh, Noah Dobson uh, set a team record by playing in 26 minutes in this game, uh, which is, what, the 15th game in a row he played, 26 minutes or more. Nice record. Congratulations to Dobber. But I'll, I'll put it this way. For the first time, for the first time in a long time, the second period, when you give up six goals, the worst period the Islanders had since the collapse in the third period against San Jose, you know, way back when. And this was the first time, I think, that the Islanders really, really looked like a team that is missing three of their top defensemen. And the top defensive pairing of Dobson and Romanov, Dauber a minus four, Romanov a minus three. Uh, who else was minus three? Matthew Barzal, Bo Horvat, Anders Lee, J.G. Pajot, Simon Holmstrom, and Oliver Wallstrom. Wow. I mean, this, this was just a total screw-up of a game. And... This team looked like they were sleepwalking out there. And I, I, I just, I'll put it this way. The effort wasn't there. The organization wasn't there. The, the, the They weren't thinking this game. They weren't hustling. They weren't winning 50-50 puck battles. They were leaving players unattended in the crease, near the crease, in high-danger scoring areas. This was a total cluster you-know-what. And, you know, I almost want to see Lane Lambert tomorrow. I want to see Lane Lambert run a practice where there are no pucks on the ice. Uh, Anyone who saw the movie Miracle, I just want to see again, whistle, again, whistle, again, whistle until these guys skate this embarrassing performance out of their system. And look, you know, sometimes the old expression is, you burn the the tape, you don't even watch the game film. No, don't do that with this. Watch the game film. Figure out what the heck you did wrong and just review it until you're blue in the face because this was not an acceptable performance on any level. The goaltending wasn't good. The offense wasn't good. The power play wasn't good. The passing, nothing was good in this game other than the fact that it is over. So, yeah, turn the page, put it behind you, but you darn well better watch this game again because it was an absolute embarrassment. We have more to get to on today's show. We're going to answer a couple of your questions We're going to have our hero and our goat of the game. Plus, uh, we will have our weekly farm report. Oh, yeah, and for our Islanders' birthday of the day, uh, a player who was with the Islanders in their first two seasons and then joined another expansion team. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. It's almost the halfway point in the season. Islander fans, this team is still in the thick of the playoff hunt, 
But regardless of where we are in the standings, I want to remind you that you can win big playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Sorokin, McDavid, or McKinnon will record more or less of their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, or more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily, daily fantasy hockey on sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you could start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, okay, uh, one more highlight of this game that I kind of left out, and you know I'm pushing it when I talk about this. Guess who did not have a point in this game? Sidney Crosby. Yeah, he didn't even have a shot on goal. He was still a plus two, but uh, the Islanders did uh, shut down Crosby, and he was uh, blanked in this game. Okay, hero and goat of the game. The goat, I, I, I think, is going to the whole team. I mean, there is nobody on this team who I could sit there and say, yeah, that, that guy played okay. Everyone else around you wasn't good. This one guy was okay. Nobody looked sharp. Noah Dobson had four shots on goal to lead the Islanders, uh, but he was also a minus four in this game. So to me, the GOAT is the entire team. And nobody, in my mind, deserves to be the hero of the game. So I'm going to make the hero of the game. The linesman, who early in the game took a errant stick to the face and returned to action. That's gutsy. I give him credit. So uh, that, to me, he is worthy of being the hero of the game. No Islanders player deserves that honor because just there was nothing heroic about this performance. And, uh, you know... Let, let's put it this way. It was ugly. Uh, two emails from fans. Uh, this one from our friend Ken in Minnesota. Always good to hear from Ken. All right, Gil, that's it. This was one of the most disgusting, gutless, sickening, lackluster performances in all the years I've watched this team. And he's been watching, he says, since 1973 that I've ever seen. Lane Lambert has obviously lost the room. No excuses. In order to turn this team around, he has to go. Ken, uh, I appreciate your frustration. I share your frustration. I'm, I'm going to put it to you this way. This was not a good sign, okay? Uh, but 
whether Lane Lambert lost the room or not, to me, is going to be determined more by how does this team respond? How does this team answer the bell after a disgusting performance like this? Because over the course of 82 games, teams are going to have a handful, hopefully only a handful, of absolute stinkers. Whether they weren't mentally ready, physically ready, was a back-to-back, injured players, whatever combination, or, you know, low biorhythms, for lack of a, of a better excuse. Whatever it is, all teams in the NHL, even teams that win Stanley Cups, I know you don't tend to remember them, but if you go back to the dynasty years, you know, you go to hockeydatabase.com and look up the, the, the game-by-game schedule for the 1981 Islanders, you're going to find a couple of games where they just got beat and they looked bad. The difference between good team and a bad team is a, a, a good team or a championship team, that happens two or three times in 82 games. For other teams, it happens too often, maybe once a week, maybe, you know, five times a month, whatever it is. And, and that adds up and the losses compile. So to me, Kevin, the key is this. You had this, you know, abominable game. And you're right. This was terrible, terrible, terrible game. But, Ken, Ken, but how do you respond? If this loss causes this team to go into a funk, and they don't recover. And they now, as a result of this embarrassing game, they lose three, four, five, eight games in a row. Or go one, five, and one in their next seven. Then I begin to worry, did Lane Lambert lose the room? One stinker of a performance. I'm not ready to say that, but you know what, Ken? You're right. It sure as heck was ugly and did not look good. All right, as far as our other question, this one is from Kevin, uh, and, and Kevin says uh, the, the timing is this, of this one is good. Do you think Crosby and Malkin have lost a step? Time stops for no man, not even them. Uh, well, first, Kevin, thank you for the question. You may also want to ask this to Hunter of Locked on Penguins, who uh, we did the crossover with every day, or as you remember that from yesterday. But... Here's the thing. In a word, yeah, I do think they've lost a step. But I'll say this. uh, Losing a step is great. You know, it happens to everybody. But, you know, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin having lost a step is also better than probably 85% of the players in the NHL. So, yeah, I think they lost a step. No, they're no longer in their prime. But, yeah, they're still better than a lot of other players in this league. Still at playing at or near an all-star level and are dangerous players as, well, Malkin had two goals. They didn't need Crosby uh, against the Islanders last night. But to answer your question, it's yes, but, okay? So, you know, 80 or 85% of peak Crosby or peak Malkin is still darn good. And that's sort of how I feel about that question. But thank you both, Kevin and Ken, for the questions. Uh, We always appreciate it. And again, uh, to ask mailbag questions, uh, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And we're happy to talk about whatever's on your mind, Islanders-related, because... 
just love interacting with my viewers and my listeners. We have more to get to on today's show. We have our weekly farm report as we talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. And yeah, you know, it's not that horrible right now. A little things looking up a little in Bridgeport. We'll have our Islanders birthday of the day. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. And you got a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And it's not just the NFL. You've got the college bowl season coming up, college basketball, the NBA, and of course the NHL. Check out the odds for Friday night's Islanders-Capitals game. Will the Islanders bounce back? Use your knowledge of the Isles on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So it's time for our weekly farm report as we talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. And by pushing it off, we had the crossover episode every day or no yesterday. But by uh, pushing that off, we now were able to add an extra game because Bridgeport did play on Wednesday. So three games since our last farm report. And uh, the news was not all bad over the holiday weekend. I, I have to say that. Uh, On Friday, the Islanders get a 5-4 win over the Hartford Wolfpack, which is the Rangers farm team. Two goals for William Dufour, which was great. And the game winner to Cole Bardrow, which came with about eight minutes left. Islanders get a big win uh, in Hartford. Ruslan Ishkakov had uh, a couple of points in this one. Uh, as did Otto Koivula. Robin Salo had two assists. The other two had a goal and an assist. And Ken Appleby made 30 saves to earn the win. However, on Saturday, well, the Islanders lost, but they did pick up a point. Bridgeport falling to the Springfield Thunderbirds in OT, 4-3. to three. That closed out the six-game road trip. You had goals from Otto Koivula, Jeff Kubiak, and Vincent Savigny. That made it 3 to nothing. But then the Thunderbirds come back in the third. 36 saves for Jakob Skarik. But, boy, 40 shots on goal. Not good defensively. And the Islanders fall in overtime by a score of 4-3. to three. Then Bridgeport returned home last night, Wednesday, uh, against the Providence Bruins, and they ended up losing this game by a score of 5-4. to four. Brian Pinho and Carlson Kuhlman scored to make it 2-1 to one Islanders early in the second. Dennis Chalowski scored late in the second to tie the game at 3, but 
Two goals in the third period gave the Providence Bruins the lead. Robin Sallow scored in order to make it a one-goal loss, but the Islanders do fall, and Jakob Skarek again giving up five goals on just 22 shots before being relieved by Ken Appleby. 3,651 fans on hand uh, up in Bridgeport for that game. The Islanders still remain in eighth place in the Atlantic Division. They are 11 points behind Lehigh Valley, who's in seventh, although the Islanders do have a couple of games in hand. They are now 8-17-2 on the season. Ruslan Ishkakov leading the team with 21 points, also has a team-high eight goals and 13 assists, leads the team. Uh, Dennis Chalowski leads all defensemen, with 15 points, 12 of those assists. Kyle McClain, six goals, 16 points. Uh, happy to see William do four now with four goals and eight points in 16 games. Same numbers as Matthew Maggio, although Maggio has played in 23 games. But overall, it's been a little bit of a slog for this team. And again, goaltending-wise, Ken Appleby statistically significantly better then Jakob Skarek, a 2.86 goals against average for Appleby, a 3.51 for Skarek, an 8.98 save percentage for Appleby, an 8.77 for Skarek. Schedule-wise, uh, two games to close out the calendar year, uh, both of them on the road, Friday night at the Springfield Thunderbirds. That's a 7.05 Eastern time start, and then Saturday at 6 o'clock back against Hartford in Hartford as the Islanders and Rangers farm clubs go head-to-head yet again. And that's that's always an entertaining matchup, so make sure you check that out. All the games on the road available and home, really, on AHL TV if you want to subscribe to that. And you can always check out uh, tickets for some of the uh, games in Bridgeport to see some of the Islanders' future stars today before they get to the island. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, today is the 74th birthday of former Islanders center Dave Hudson. Hudson originally a six-round pick of the Chicago Blackhawks back in 1969, but the St. Thomas, Ontario native did not make his first uh, his NHL debut until the Islanders grabbed him in the expansion draft in 1972. Played in 69 games for the expansion. Islanders had 12 goals, 31 points, and 17 penalty minutes, and yes, a minus 39. Plus minus was with the Islanders again in 73-74, and then was chosen by the Kansas City Scouts in the expansion draft after that. Played two years with the Scouts, one Two years with the Colorado Rockies, who the scouts became, and now, of course, they are the New Jersey Devils. But Dave Hudson did play in 409 NHL games, 59 goals, 183 points, 89 penalty minutes. He played in two playoff games. Those were the last two games of his career with the Rockies. He had a goal and two points in those in the best of three series. His best game as an Islander, there's no contest. March 3rd, 1973, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. It was the new barn back then. The Vancouver Canucks visit 
And uh, the goaltenders, Ed Dyke for the uh, Vancouver Canucks, Billy Smith for the New York Islanders. And this probably was the most one-sided victory for the expansion Islanders. Remember, 78 games played, only 12 wins, but they beat the Canucks in this one 9-3. to Okay, how about Dave Hudson, our Islanders' birthday of the day? A goal, four assists, so a five-point game. He was a plus two, scored on one of his two shots on goal, and yeah, the goal came on the power play. Uh, it was late in the second period, and Ed Westfall and Jermaine Gagnon had the assists on that one, but he also assisted on goals by Bob Cook, who had uh, a couple of goals. Actually, he had three, and Day and Hudson assisted on all of them, and then he assisted on a power play goal in the third period by the captain, Ed Westfall. So, a very happy birthday to Dave Hudson. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will prepare you for both games coming up this weekend, Friday against the Capitals, Sunday a rematch with the Penguins, so make sure you join us for that, and hopefully we'll have some injury updates as well. Uh, Can't believe this week is flying by and that this year is coming to a close, but hey, until then, stay safe, everybody. Put this game out of your mind. Let's see again the important thing. How does this team respond? Stay safe, have a great day, and of course, Let's go Islander.